Hi, I'm Scott. And I'm Katie. Each week, Katie and I will discuss the contemporary young adult literature that speaks to our hearts and minds. Scott and I will be coming together between the bookends to discuss how these books have impacted us and how they have the potential to reach our students, children, and even some adult readers, because that's novel reading. So get comfy in your favorite reading spot and join us to discuss some amazing books. Well, Scott, are you ready for our next book? I think we've chosen the perfect book to talk about next. Hey, Katie. Hey, Scott. How are you? Great. I really enjoyed our conversation with Button Pusher last week. So thank you for recommending that book. Yeah. And if you haven't listened to last week's episode about Button Pusher, we decided to choose a book for Mental and Behavioral Health Awareness Month. And it is a graphic novel memoir by Tyler Page. And it is definitely in my top 10 books of the year. So I feel like maybe in the podcast, I'll do my top 10 books of the year because I do that for my students every year, Scott. So maybe I'll, but that is in my top 10. Like it's, it's so good. And if you haven't listened to the podcast or read the book, you got to go out and listen and read it. And it's definitely a book that is great for community conversations. And speaking of community conversations, our novel short this week is called Town Reads Picks. Um, And I'm going to ask Katie, because she has a lot of involvement with this as an ELA teacher, about our district's One Town, One Book initiative that has expanded beyond sort of that that nomenclature. But I think that's really, it's a really fascinating concept. So Katie, tell us a little bit about what is this One Town, One Book thing that our district does? So in our district, our schools have partnered with the public library in town. So every year for the past, I believe it's 20 years, The public library has chosen a one book, one town. So if you don't know anything about that program, it's really popular in the state where we live and towns will choose one book and have events and community members get involved and typically they revolve around a theme. So our town where our school is has been doing this for about 20 years and more recently, at least in my experience, back in 2019, started partnering with our schools. So typically the book is chosen for adult readers. However, one of the really great things that the town has been doing with our school is they've started to choose books that students will like of all ages. So for example, we have two elementary schools in our town, a middle school and high school. So they'll choose the one book for adults and then they will choose books for both elementary schools, their ages, uh, middle school books and high school books. So that way everybody will be focused on the theme of that year. And so thematically they pick books that are similar, but they obviously read for different levels. Exactly. When they pick that book, Katie, so they send off those recommendations to the schools. I'm sure the librarians, they will recommend for their kids and love events like that? Is that sort of how that works? Yeah. And they always choose a different theme every year. So a number of years ago, the theme was World War II. Then we did a theme about um, jazz in town, which was really super cool because our town has a great relationship with uh, or a great history with the um, jazz age and how jazz came about. And then this year, we're actually going to be focused on climate justice. Oh, that's an interesting theme. And I'm sure that you can really level that at different points for different grade levels and even adults. Yeah. And so they pick the theme and then they select the book. And then what are some of the events that occur within sort of the school setting with those? Sure. So then the librarians will pick some books that they think are age appropriate. So for example, with the elementary school, there's a number of picture books, which I've actually looked at some of those picture books and purchased some of them for my classroom because I think that picture books and, and middle school just go really well together. So for example, one of the books is called Oil. 
It is just called Oil. It's the most beautiful cover that I've seen a book by Jonah Winter and Jeanette Winter. And it is about the Exxon Valdez oil spill that happened a number of years ago. And um, the pictures in it are just so poignant. So I picked that book to bring into my school. Then the um, elementary school students are also reading um, The Soda Bottle School, which is about a Guatemalan village who essentially used soda bottles to build a school. Like they made bricks out of soda bottles, which was super cool. And then so impressive. It's so impressive. And then talk about being a change agent. And then um, the other uh, book that I purchased for my classroom, the picture book, is called The The Mess We Made by uh, Michelle Lord and illustrated by Julia Blattman. And the pictures in there are just so powerful with, you know, what humans have done to the populations of animals, especially in regards to ocean uh, uh, pollution. So it was really fantastic to see those three picture books. And so the school librarians will curate a list of books from those themes and then sort of on a very micro level as a reading teacher, what do you do with sort of that theme in those books? So how do you, you know, guide those conversations with students? How do you spread sort of that message and that effort to the classroom? Yeah. So the one thing that I think is really cool is the librarians will launch the event. So we went to the library a couple of weeks ago. Um, We were going to find other books, but it was a great opportunity for them to launch this topic with my students. So they reveal the topic, which is climate justice. And then there are a number of books that my middle school students can read related to to that topic. And what was even better, in my opinion, was that we are entering a unit on social justice, which social justice lives throughout the entire year for us. But at the end of the year, we're really focusing on how do students become change agents and activists in their community. And so at the uh, the librarians revealed all of these new books that are going to be a part of this Town Reads program that actually fits super well into my unit. So a lot of my students are going to read some of these books. Um, so if you know Alan Gratz, he just has a new book called Two Degrees. Um, one of the other books is um, Carrie Firestone's new book, which is the first rule of the Climate Justice Club. And then there's a book that I didn't know about that I'm super excited about called The Ice House by Monica Sherwood. And then another book called One Small Hop by Madeline Rosenberg. So they choose a lot of books related to this topic. And I haven't read any of them. So um, they immediately went on my books on deck and the librarians book talked all of them for my students. They had a number of copies for them to take it out. Um, So that way, even the younger grades can be involved in this, you know, town reads program. Right. And so it sounds like it really is building that community around a theme and different pieces of literature. Yeah. I love the idea of environmental social justice. I think that is very, at the, it's at the forefront right now. I know in a lot of discussions, even at the policy level. So I think that is great that our students are learning that, about that because I know that even there's a town close by that there's a discussion about relocation of a school and how um, they need to think about environmental social justice. So I think that's a great, that's a cool topic. Yeah. And what's even, I think what's really amazing too, is the town will sponsor events. So for example, they always try to get the author of the adult book to come in. And this year, one of the things I'm working on is Alan Gratz, who is one of my favorite authors. If you haven't checked him out, he writes the most amazing stories. And every middle school student who's ever read a book of his just loves it. But he's not doing any in-person events. But um, you can sign up to uh, have a virtual event with him. Um, so you can either do it live, but if you sign up, it's also also pre-recorded so you can watch it with your students. So because we're going to have some students reading Two Degrees by him this year, which focuses on the issue of climate justice, I signed up and I'm really excited to show my students some of the talking points that he has related to this book. Great. And so the last question I have really surrounding this One Town, One Book initiative is you talked a lot about how in the schools, it has obviously a very profound effect and it creates a lot of community uh, involvement within the schools and even author visits. 
How do you suggest that uh, parents and caretakers at home help to be part of this initiative in conversations with their students? And their children. One of the things I like most about this program is it really does involve the whole community. So typically what I've seen when we have, you know, one book, one town initiatives is it really just caters to the adult reader. It doesn't really bring in all of the community members, which as we know, are students, you know, they're a huge part of the community as well. Um, so one of the great things I love about the, you know, this town reads initiative is that anybody of any age can be involved in this work. And so I would suggest, I always tell parents that they should be reading the books that their kids are reading, but even more so now. And they could be reading the adult pick while you know their children are reading the younger picks. And they can talk about the conversation, like the same conversation around the same topic, and really begin to teach each other about what these books are teaching them about climate justice. And that's one of the things I like most about this program. And it's one of the reasons I wanted to feature it on this novel short, because I I do see it as being something different than what other towns are doing. So we were hoping to kind of give all of you a little bit of an insight to what we believe is a really great initiative and to also share some of the things that our town does to promote this work. Great. Thank, Thank you, Katie, for really bringing to light that program and hopefully our listeners will have some ideas to bring into their own communities to create those conversations. And speaking of creating conversation, our next book within our um, our library of reading for this month is going to hopefully also create a conversation as it is historical fiction. And so, Katie, do you want to tease our next book? Yes. So one of the things we like to do is give you little Easter eggs into what our next book will be. So last week we did a book for Mental and Behavioral Health Awareness Month. But this month, the month of May, is also Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. So I wanted to be really thoughtful about the book that we chose, making sure we're choosing an author um, who is Asian American Pacific Islander. But this is actually a book that one of my students who identifies as Asian American recommended to me. And so I knew immediately that this was a book I wanted to read and I thought it was perfect for our podcast, but I also thought it was a little a good book to push Scott into trying a genre we haven't talked about yet, which is historical fiction. So it's going to be a good read next week. So we hope you join us. And also, in addition to joining us for the podcast, certainly reach out to us on Instagram, on uh, Twitter, email if you prefer that. And thank you again for following and listening us to us on all the different platforms. So we look forward to meeting and talking with you next week. Thank you for joining us for this episode of That's Novel Reading. That's Novel Reading is produced by Scott Silverbenito and Katie Durkin. Our sound engineer is Scott and our social media director is Katie. You can listen to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And connect to us through Instagram at That's Novel Reading. Twitter at Novel Reads Pod or email us at that's novel reading at gmail.com. Catch you next time.